As we find ourselves beginning the nine days, I thought it would be nice to spend some time delving in a little bit into what these days can do for us, how this time can be a time not just to get past as quickly as possible, but to use as an opportunity for growth and for connection. And so we'll do so, Mirza Hashem, over the next nine days. There's a very strange contradiction in the Rambam regarding our belief in Mashiach. The Rambam Tshuva, in the seventh chapter, writes the Jewish people will only be redeemed, Mashiach will only come if the Jewish people do Tshuva. At the same time, we know that the Rambam writes in his Yud Gimel Ikari Emunah, his 13 attributes of faith, that any person who doesn't believe in the concept of Mashiach, doesn't believe that there will eventually be a Mashiach who will redeem Kla Yisrael, so that person is called a kofir by Torah, that person is called a heretic, not a non-believer. We say it all the time, since we're children, we learned that we believe that Mashiach will come automatically. It's going to happen at some point. But which one is it? Is, is Mashiach dependent on something happening, on the Jewish people doing tshuva, or is Mashiach something that will for sure is guaranteed to happen? And Rusalovichik gives a beautiful answer. He explains that it's not a contradiction at all. But rather, if we're told that we must believe that Mashiach will come, and the Mashiach will only come when the Jewish people do tshuva, it means that part of the belief in Mashiach is belief in the power of the Jewish people to come back to a Baruch belief in every single Jew having the ability to do tshuva in their life. It's not an easy thing to believe. But it may shed light on one of the most famous concepts that we talk about in relation to Tishabov. The Gemara famously tells us that the second base of Midrash was destroyed because of sinas chinam, a disdain that people had for each other simply because they were different from each other. Why? Why was this the most fundamental issue, the reason for the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash? According to what we said, it makes perfect sense. If Mashiach will only arrive when we do tshuva as a nation, and we must believe that that is the case, and we have to also believe that Mashiach comes only when another Jew, every other Jew is able to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that means that we must believe in the power of other people to change, to be better than they are right now, the power that every person has inside of them to grow. Because what's the main source of sinas chinam? That we don't believe in other people. We look at those who are different from us, we treat them like they're different than us. And most of the time we dislike these people, not because of something in particular, we don't really know them. We may have had an interaction, but do I really understand what they're going through in their life? Do I know what they've experienced, what their struggles are? Typically not. So when I come to understand, to appreciate what another person can be, to see the beauty, the Talmud Elohim, in every single person. I'm getting rid of sinas chinam, but I'm also encouraging all of us, each other, Kala Yisrael, to see who we can be, to see the greatness inside each of us and brings all of us closer to Mashiach. Var Levin was once walking down the street of Yerushalayim when he saw a young man who he recognized as having grown up in the Haredi section of Geula. But now this young man was dressed in an army uniform, was no longer Haredi. In those days, at least today, we have many Haredi people in Sahel. In those days, it was very unusual. And uh, Rav Aryeh saw the person, saw this young man, he crossed the street. He put out his hand and wished the young soldier, Hashem Aleichem. He said, I haven't seen you in so long. Why don't you come to my house? You can have a cup of tea and you can tell me about all your experiences in the army. The young man turns back to Rav Aryeh, very embarrassed. He says, Rebbe, I don't think that I can. You know, I'm, 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 not, I'm not religious anymore. I don't even wear a kippah. 
And if Arya smiled and he, and he was holding his hand still and he looked back at him and he said, you know that I'm a very short man. Rabbi Levin was very short. He says, I can see you, but I, I'm not tall enough to see whether you're wearing a keep on your head or not. What I can see is your heart. Your heart is big and it is warm and it is kind. And that's what matters. And certainly you, a soldier, sacrificing yourself on behalf of Kalah Yisrael. Please, he said, just come have a cup of tea with me. It seems to me that your kippah is a lot larger than mine. Sometimes it feels like we're waiting for Mashiach forever. It seems like this Tisha B'Av will be no different than the one before or the one that will come next year. And then as by Chazah comes to remind us. So the Rambam comes to remind us. The Rambam comes to remind us. We don't have to wait any longer. It's up to us. If we can find the capacity within ourselves to pause for a moment to consider that maybe we don't know the whole story about somebody else. Maybe that person's a little better than we thought. Maybe if I got to know them more, I would understand them more. And I, and I would maybe come to like them. The more that we can understand and believe in someone else, we bring ourselves closer, not to another Tishabov, but to the Gula.